بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد From the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon a person is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens his eyes to the importance of knowledge. As is known that that the person that is pious and that fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is verily that person that is going to succeed in this worldly life and in the next. So, what is taqwa? What is to be pious and to fear Allah Jalla wa'ala? Or taqwa, what is taqwa, this word? Ali radiallahu anhu was asked about taqwa. He said, al-jalil is to be scared and to fear Allah Jalla wa'ala. Fear his punishment if you sin. Fear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perhaps might punish you if you turn away from his orders and prohibitions. Al-khawfu min al-jaleel. And this requires ilm. This requires knowledge. How are you going to fear something? Kayfa tattaqi? How are you going to fear something or protect yourself from something that you don't know of? So this shows this goes to show the importance of knowledge and seeking correct knowledge knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his orders his prohibitions the ahkam the rulings of his religion So he says al khawf min al jalil wal amal bima fi tanzil wal isti'dal yawm al rahil and to act upon what is taqwa is also to act upon what has been sent down at tanzil and that requires knowledge to know of at tanzil to know of what has been sent down from the quran and the sunnah and the tradition of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam so it's very important for the person to educate himself in regards to this, in regards to this. Yeah. So, inshallah, uh, in these sittings of ours, by the permission of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Messiah, we shall be going through a great book by a great scholar, which tackles a great, great subject. This book is called Al-Barahin Al-Aqliya Ala Wahdaniyatillahi Wa Wujuhi Kamali This book is called The Logical and Intellectual Evidences and Proofs That Prove the Existence and the Oneness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala 
and his and 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 how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is per- perfect. So inshallah, we're gonna go through within in the beginning a small brief summary of the biography of the great author. Ismuhu wa nasabu, the name and also the lineage of the scholar. This scholar is a Shaykh al-Alama, Zahid al-Wari al-Faqih al-Usuli al-Mufassir. He's a great scholar, the, the one that was devoted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Faqih, the one that knew and was well, knowledge, well educated in regards to al-Fiqh, Islamic jurisprudence, al-Usuli, also the fundamental aspects of uh, al-Usul. So he is Al-Allama, Al-Zahid Al-Wari Al-Faqih Al-Usuli Al-Mufassir Abdul Rahman Ibn Nasir Ibn Abdullah Ibn Nasir Ibn Hamd Al-Sa'di So that's his name That's his name He was born in the city called Al-Uniza The twelfth day of Shahrullah Al-Muharram The month of Allah Al-Muharram Sanata Alfin wa Thanathimia وسبعين للهجرة. The year one thousand three hundred and seven from the Hijri calendar. And it was said that in the early stages of his life, his mom and his mom, and also his 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 dad passed away. فعاش يتيم الأبوين. And he lived as an orphan. وكان واليده من أهل العلم والصلاح وكان إماما في مسجد المستوكف في عنيزة. and his dad and his parent and his dad was a person of علم of knowledge and also he was a righteous person and this goes to show that the أثر and the person the father and the parent when he is صالح and he is righteous himself Insha'Allah, his offspring become righteous. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects his offspring and preserves them. Also, it was mentioned in his biography, Akhnaquhu, his etiquettes. It was said, Kana rahimahullah ayatan bahira fil akhlaq. He was a sign. Rahimahullah, he, has, he was a sign. He was a great person in terms of akhlaq etiquettes فكان رحيما بالناس he was someone that was merciful to the people also loving loving to benefit them patient upon what um, might uh, the people might afflict him with وكان ذا دعابة ومرح لا يعرف الغضب في وجهه and it was not known to see anger on his face. Subhanallah. وَكَانَ يَنْزِلُ الْنَاسِ مَنَازِلَهُمْ And he used to put everyone um, where they belong in terms of their manazil. 
ويحرصوا على القرب منهم and he used to always be diligent upon being close to the people وإجابة دعوتهم وزيارة مرضاهم وتشجيع جنائزهم he used to also um, answer their calls and the invitations and visit those that are sick and also go to the janais and the funerals of the people and many scholars have have praised him the likes of Ibn Uthaymeen was from his students also Ibn Baz Sheikh Muhammad Nasir al-Din al-Albani Sheikh Muhammad Hamid al-Faqi Rahimahullah Rahimahullah Maraduhu wa wafatuh his, his death Rahimahullah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon him He died the year 1371 Inshallah we're just going to the book Inshallah So he says in this book, Bismillah, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, in the name of Allah, the most merciful, the most beneficent, the most merciful. Alhamdulillah, wa sallallahu ala Muhammadin wa sallam. All praise is due to Allah, and may Allah's peace and blessings be upon Muhammad, our messenger. He says, This is a great lecture. Initially, this book was a lecture. And then probably it was wrote, it was written after. He says, this is a great lecture that consists of a clear notification that notifies and indicates and points out the intellectual proofs and evidences that prove and evident the oneness of the Lord, Creator, and the evidences that prove how he is perfect. He says, surely, know that this aspect is the greatest of matters and aspects, unrestrictedly, and the biggest, the most dutiful, the most beneficial, and the clearest of matters, i.e. this aspect of the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the existence of a creator that created this world, and uh, the evidences that show that. And he says, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he says, and all the books that were sent down by Allah have all agreed upon this aspect. And also all the messengers have also called to this aspect of Evidenting and showing to the people and calling the people to sing it out and also worship and acknowledge that they have a creator that created them. Furthermore, he says, it is the most important matter 
that the messengers called their nations to. For indeed, every messenger would say to the to his nation, "Worship Allah." And just to maybe elaborate on the word Allah, the ulama they mention Allah means Al Ilah. It was the beginning Al Ilah, the true God, the true one that should be worshipped. Al Ilah, the one that is worthy of worship. This is just to elaborate on that. And maybe there's maybe non-believers and non-Islamic, uh, uh, non-Muslims listening. So Allah means, in the Arabic language, it comes from the root word Al-Ilah. And the ulama, they even say that, yani, Al-Ilah, uh, the Hamza, the Hamza of Al-Ilah, Hudifat, it was taken away, and it was said Al-Allah. And then it was made tafkhim and it was uh, the pronunciation was made to be stronger and it will say Allah for venerating Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have no so he said uh, the messenger the messengers called the nations to this aspect of acknowledging that there's a creator. And worshipping him. They will say to their nations, Worship Allah, the true God. You have no other God other than him. None has the right to be worshipped except him. And they mention to their people from his names uh, and his attributes and his blessings. That is... And that will make them come to know of him and come to know his attributes and his, his, his names so that they come to know him and so that they worship him. Jalla wa'ala. He says, Quran the greatest Quran, the Quran the Quran the greatest, the greatest of speech, which is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from its beginning to the end, mentions, likewise clarifies, this matter. Also, the Quran mentions different types of evidences and alternates and mentions different types of verses and signs showing, uh, evidencing and proving this aspect. Also the Sunnah as well. And he mentions, he says, and the intent of this lecture is not to mention the textual evidences proving this aspect. For verily the Quran and Sunnah, the tradition of of Muhammad, our Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, within them are the evidences and proofs that prove this aspect in an abundant ma- manner. And it's clear. And it's clear. And known to those that are maybe known to be from Ahl al-Ilm and also known to the Awamun Nas, general mass. And some of it, uh, of it is sufficient. Likewise, is uh, something that people know of the intellect. The, the the textual evidences are, you know, the the they're well known to the people. So what you wanted from this, the intent from this lecture and this book, is that to show the intellectual 
and the logical proofs proving the oneness of Allah, proving the existence of the Creator. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, rather, we want from this lecture to point out a small, يعني, soft touch upon these the, 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 the proofs pertaining to these aspects, the, the intellectual and logical proofs pertaining to these aspects, that many of the people, the uqala, and those that have intellect and smart people, they equally know, they can comprehend, and also submit and to acknowledge these these evidences. And he says, وَلَا يُنْكِرُهَا إِلَّا كُلُّ مُكَهَبِرٍ مُسْتَكْبِرٍ مُنَابِذٌ لِلْعَقْلِ وَالدِّينِ And no one will refuse and deny to accept and to take on board these evidences except a person that is arrogant and someone that is denial and refusal of the intellect and also the religion. And this mas'ala, this aspect, it is, it is, it is so wadih, it is so something that is, uh, is clear and apparent that we need to bring evidences and proofs to show that. But he said, every time the believer, he knows of these evidences, his iman becomes strong. And his certainty increases. And he thanks Allah for this great blessing that is from the greatest of blessings. That is why the messengers would say to their nation and the people that were sent to, Is there doubt in Allah, the existence of Allah? They will ask them a rhetorical question because everyone in their times knew of Allah and knew of the existence of the Creator. And it's something that is something that is known equally by those that have intellect. And those that are smart and actually comprehend and have some sort of comprehension that they acknowledge the oneness of Allah and His Lordship. So he says, So we say, and with Allah is our tawfiq and our success. He mentions the first proof and evidence. He says, um, and the title is, in brackets, Things come into existence, and uh, things coming into existence, they can only be comprehended and understood, and maybe the answer for that is three possibilities, he said. Three things, intellectually wise. He says, um, no... May Allah have mercy upon you. 
Verily, if you were to look into and comprehend over the the upper and the the upper al alam al ulwi was sufli, the upper world and uh, was under and was above within this earth and the world and the universe, and what can what can be found within it from uh, matters and occurrings, matters that are many and different. Different matters, animals, species, different things you can find within Jibal, mountains, um, oceans, plants. This is jiddan. There are many, and also the hawadith and the occurrences that occur within, within, within this world. The occurrences: rain, sun, night, day, uh, the sun coming up. All these occurrences that occur in at every time. And also, if you were to, he said, and also, and if you were to reflect upon it and ponder over it correctly, you will come to know that these matters cannot possibly, and these occurrences cannot possibly exist, exist and come into existence, except with three possibilities. He mentions. عرفت أن الأمور الممكن تقسيمها في العقل, intellectualize and logically. To understand how these matters and occurrences come, you can only possibly answer them with three three answers. He says. He says the firstly, he says firstly, the first possibility is that these matters and occurrences and also these creations and these we don't want to imply here, but uh, these matters and occurrences and these things are existing. They came into existence by themselves. Without anything actually creating it, without anything, without any, without any creator, he says. فَهَذَا مُحَالٌ مُمْتَنِعٌ This is something that is impossible, and that cannot happen. And this is something that, even, even if you to say science, it has never been observed, and never been falsified. This 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 claim. Has never been false, uh, يعني, as in, no, this, this claim of that there's a creator, inshallah, we're going to come to that, that it has never been falsified. Things can't just pop up into existence. It has never been witnessed. Look at these, you know, these, these, great, these great buildings. Imagine you would say today, Eiffel Tower, it just came up to existence. Now, people would think you're crazy. Skies that have big. Big clouds within them. وَأَرْضُنَّ ذَاتُ فِيجَاجِ and also uh, uh, earth that has that is that is so vast, mountains, many species within these mountains, but within the earth, you see, it just poof came into existence. This is muhal. This is this is this is something that doesn't enter into a sound intellect and cannot be comprehended by someone that has adna aql. He says, The intellect, by necessity, would affirm that this is, this is, this is falsehood to say that the whole world just came into existence like that. And it's known by certainty that the one that even thinks about thinks that he is more closer to junoon madness than he is to intellect and being smart and intellectual. Because everyone 
that has any intellect and some sort of comprehension and logic knows that things cannot possibly come and be without anything actually making it come into existence and making it to exist. So that's the first possibility, which is that these things came from nothing. And that's, that's something that is muhal aqlan, is impossible to happen. Impossible to happen. Second possibility he mentions, the second thing that we can possibly explain these, the, the whole universe coming into existence is that, that these creations and these, these, these occurrings happen and they came into existence and they were created by themselves. Like they created themselves. And this is something also that is, it's not something that can enter into and can be comprehended and be, it's not logical. How can something create its own existence when it's not existing itself? It's not existing and it, it has the ability to create, <laughs> which is muhal aqlan. It's not, it's not something that can be, it's not, it's impossible. يَجْزِمُ الْعَقْلُ ضُرُورَةً بِبُطْلَانِهِ وَمْتِنَعِهِ The aql and the internet would affirm by necessity that this is falsehood. فَكُلُّ مَنْ لَهُ أَدْنَى عَقْلٍ يَجْزِمُ أَنَّ شَيْءٍ لَا يَحْدِثُ نَفْسَهِ كَمَا أَنَّهُ لَا يَحْدِثُ بِلَا مُحْدِثِ وَإِذَا بَطُلَ هَذَيْنِ الْقِسْمَيْنِ عَقْلًا وَفِضَةً تَعِيَّنَ الْقِسْمُ الثَالِثِ He says, رحمه الله, may Allah have mercy upon him. He says, for everyone that has a small bit of intellect and he has أَدْنَى عَقْلٍ He has some sort of intellect and comprehension and logic knows and will come to affirm that things cannot, while they're not existing, exist and create themselves. How can they, it can't, it can't happen. It's not something that can be comprehended by the internet. And also we mentioned that things cannot possibly come into existence by, with, uh, from nothing. They can't just pop up into existence. And it was said even even a small kid today, if you hit him and he's turned around, he's dead, you hit him and he turns around and you say, no one hit you. He will know but it's fitratan by natural instinct that he knows that someone hit him. So naturally, this is what the, naturally that's what the nafs is inclined to. And that's why Allah has created us in this way. That we have this fitrah and this natural instinct. That we, we acknowledge that there's a creator. Except for the person تَلَوَّثَ فِطْرَةُ That his, his fitrah and his natural instinct is, has become dirty and he's, he's filled it with uh, uh, doubts and, you know, being doubtful. But it's something that is badahi, something that is normal. To know that things don't just pop up into existence. Thirdly, وهو أن هذه المخلوقات والحدائث والحوادث لها خالق خلقها ومحدث أحدثها وهو الله الرب العظيم الخالق لكل شيء المتصرف في كل شيء المدبر الأمور كلها. 
He says the second, third possibility is that these creations and these these occurrings that happen, they have a creator that created them, and they have someone that made them come into existence. And he says it is Allah. Uh, this, the, the, the one that done this is Allah The one that should be worshipped The true God Our creator The Lord That is created That is a creator of everything That is a creator of everything So we worship Him alone We worship Him alone And He runs everything and that, that's what the intellect is inclined to believe in. And it makes sense. It makes sense. That's the only way you can possibly explain this premise. And if you, if you come to, if you say that the universe began to exist, and we know that everything that comes into existence must have a cause, it must have something that made it come into existence. So therefore... The universe has a cause. The universe has some, uh, some uh, has has a cause. A this cause uh, the, is behind the existence of the universe. And uh, you know. And that's why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the Quran. And this is found in the Quran. This argument is found in the Quran. This argument is called in the maybe it's a mix of two arguments, the contingency argument and also the causation argument. Yeah. So the causation argument is is what we mentioned. Every, uh, the universe has a cause, uh, or the universe has a cause. Yani everything that comes into existence must have a cause that made it that made it come into existence, and that cause that cause cannot be caused as well. Otherwise, it will be. It will carry on infinitely. It will be a paradox, and there has to be a point where, independently, someone has to touch the dominoes to you know, for the dominoes to actually fall. There has to be initially someone that is, is not a domino or not a domino that is not standing to touch it. You understand? So that's what it is. That's that's the argument that that, that they use, and this is in the Quran. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says. Uh, uh, he says, when he Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he notified us in the Quran, showing this taqseemul aqlir wadih, this possible, uh, poss- uh, uh, possible arguments or possible ways to explain these occurrences and these matters that are existing. For every person that has intellect. أم خلق السماوات والأرض بل لا يقنوا أم خلقوا من غير شيء Were they created from nothing Or are they they created themselves أم خلق السماوات والأرض بل لا يقنوا Or are they the ones that created the, seven, the, the, the heavens and the earth بل لا يقنوا Verily they have no certainty So what is left here The, the, third, the third If that is not true Then you have to submit to that there's a creator, and there's 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 a, there's a creator that created us and created this world. He says, "فالمخلوق لا بد له من خالق." 
He says the the creation has to have a creator. Has to have a creator. وَالْأَثَرُ لَبُدَّ لَهُمْ مُؤْثِرٌ And also, the effect has to have someone that made the effect. And مؤثر, المؤثر, المؤثر. وَالْمُحْدَثُ لَبُدَّ لَهُمْ مُحْدِثٌ Something that began to exist and was brought to existence has to have someone, uh, has to have, 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 have a cause that began to exist, made it, made it exist. وَالْمَوْجُودُ وَالْمُوْجَدُ لَبُدَّ لَهُ الْمُوْجِدُ Something that was brought to existence, there has to be a being that is behind it that brought it to existence. Something that exists. وَالْمَصْنُوعُ The thing that are made, there has to be a maker behind it. وَالْمَفْعُولُ The things that are done, or مَفْعُولُ لَبُدَّ لَهُ الْمُفَاعِلِ There has to be a fa'il for it. There has to be someone that done it. هذه قضايا بدهيه عقليه يشترك في العلم بها جميع الأقلاء. These are matters that are common sense. He says common logic sense and makes sense. يشترك فيها العلم بها جميع الأقلاء. Everyone that is عاقل and that has a comprehension as an intellectual would agree to this. And this is from the greatest of matters, العقلية, the intellectual and logical matters. Whoever has any doubt, he says, in this, and also what it proves, uh, then he has made it clear to him, clear to the people, the um, the اختلال of his aql, his aql being insufficient, and also his dalal and his misguidance. So this is the first lesson that we took here. And inshallah, we're going to go into uh, many other proofs and evidences showing and proving to us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really exists. And He's the one that created us. And is upon us that we submit to His will. We submit to Him, Jalla wa'ala. And that's what Islam means. It means submission. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal, we ask. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rectify us all. Sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Jazakumullah khairan.